Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on the week? Oh, God. Nine? Nine. Preview. Nine. Um, I don't know. You guys haven't even won a game yet this week, so don't really know how to relate to all of you out there. My team's 1-0 already. But uh, to the rest of your teams, we're excited to break it down. Halfway point of the season. Make or break time. Justin, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go, Bert. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the How Bow That podcast. Um, I just realized we didn't do this before. We got to mute the next game. We got to mute the next game. Next tape? Next game. Didn't get muted with that remote. Nope. We're nope. going to take this remote. Nick. Nick's game is now muted, so you guys don't have to listen to that in the background. Sorry for the first 15 seconds. If it gets close, maybe Mike Bream bang call, possibly. I would love, like, or a bing bong call. Uh, how'd bing bong do this week? Okay, that's unnecessary. Let's just address that's it real quick. You got it. smoked by the Pacers. A there's, bad team. There's 82 games in the season. I don't expect to win them all. That know. was our Super Bowl. We won it. Okay, so. hey. Congrats to the Pacers for winning their Super Bowl in early November of the NBA season. Super Bowl champs. Uh, we're here on Friday night. We're drinking a little sheesh. Uh, while other people are trying out to have fun, we're here podcasting, uh, Look, grinding. When you get as many advertisements yeah. as we have coming in, yep. we had to get it done this week. Yep. Actually, though, uh, shout out to a lot of you. Owen Loftus, I can personally shout out. I know he reached out. Mitch did. Mitch Lerkowski. Look, people looking for the pod. And there may only be like 10 of you out there doing that. Um, but wow, that was awesome. That was awesome. Oh, sucks. Yeah, and we're sorry. It's one of those things. I shouldn't happen again. Maybe if it does, we'll plan better for it. I life, mean, life happened. Well, the, Col- the Colts and also, are going to have a Thursday night game again. So yeah, it's not that we're going to have to go to, and it's not also going to be the day after the Knicks are playing in Indiana. <laughs> right, right. So that didn't help. We didn't really plan well for it. That's on us. Our bad. That's on us. It won't happen again. Jim Calhoun. So this one will be released Friday, very late at night. Uh, I apologizing for misaddressing the tweet of when it would get a release. Kind of nice to wake up Sunday morning, get your fix in. You're always yeah. in that time period where you don't know what to do with yourself. Mm-hmm. Turn us on. Turn, turn us on. Turn us on. Turn us on. And as you're, you're listening to this now, you're like, well, that doesn't make sense. I've already turned it on. But well, what's up? Hey. How you doing? <laughs> how you doing? How, how you feeling Sunday morning? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. We'll be back to our regular schedule next week, and we're excited for it. But, Jack, you said week nine. Colts are 1-0. The boys are 1-0. Lucas Oil was loud. It was fun. It was, it was fun. fun. It was good atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, I was sitting like 17 rows up. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. Advertisement money paying you well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was a good time. It was, it was fun to see. Fun to yell, go horse. Yeah. Uh, but what are your thoughts on the game, Zach? I'm um, sure that people want to know. I, I mean, two quick things. First thing, uh, first half, 18 passes, 17 runs, four touchdowns. It's a pretty – I mean, we've been saying it. Every Colts fan's been preaching it. You don't have to know football to know. When we run the football, I don't care if it's the Jets. I don't care who we're playing. If we run the football, we're going to be very tough to beat. Jonathan Taylor with Derrick Henry out. You know, hopefully Jonathan Taylor can stay healthy. Uh, is I think, Justin, I don't know if I can go make this jump, but I think Jonathan Taylor is the clear number one running back in the NFL um, at this point. But that size and speed he has and that burst he has – um, he takes a, an eight-yard gain to an 80-yard gain. Everything was clicking last night for the run game. Um, dominance on offense, and that's the balance we need. The part two is one quick little side note. I'm going to give the defense a little bit of a break. 42 to 10. I think we just kind of stopped playing and gave up. Yeah, there was but no reason. For you should never give up yet. 40 yards to a third-string quarterback. Yeah. A little concerning because our secondary is bad. Josh Allen coming, Tom Brady coming, Kyler Murray coming. But I'm not going to worry about that until I have to. It, domination, Jonathan Taylor. Naeem Hines, run the damn balls back in Indy. Yeah, it was weird how he had, I mean, he had like an 80 or 50-yard touchdown, but Jonathan Taylor still hasn't gotten 20 carries. But he had no, I'm okay with this. He had, a, he had 172 yards rushing. Naeem Hines had had great plays. Shout out Brandon Ayers for the first touchdown bet that he had. That was so fun to ch- celebrate um, in our corner. But, yeah, when it comes to your defense, like, 
even when he saw the coverage, like it wasn't like Josh Johnson was throwing the ball downfield no. on them. It was dink and dunk, and it was just, hey, we're going to play like two high safeties and just make you throw under us because it's the end of the game, and we really don't care. The, yeah, the end of the game, which um, was the third quarter. And how many dropped interceptions were there as well? Like, like three that I remember. It, it didn't matter at all. It was pure domination, and I don't. if you're the defense, I don't even think you watch this film. There's no reason to look at no, it. No, so. no. We're on to Jacksonville. A tough game. At yeah. Home. All, but by the way, you guys, did you get a sack? I thought that was interesting. I don't think you guys got a sack. We had maybe t- one guy had two sacks, and then Quiddy Quiddy Pay had nine pressures. Played really well. Okay, I missed those sacks. Um, they just got the ball out fast because, like you said, we were yeah. playing ten yards deep. And when you're a bed no break defense and you're up thirty, you're not too worried about going to tackle. You hate that wine. Yeah, it's disgusting. I'm gonna um, drink it though because I spent good money on it. But yeah, I mean, let's move on to the Sunday slate. Happy for the Colts, but until we beat someone good, not gonna be, uh, not gonna get my hopes up yet. But glad we did what we did. Fun to have a primetime game for the first time in four years. Fun for Indy. Is your guys' next primetime game Christmas Day? Yeah, it's one of those Christmas games. I mean, we're back on the road like we usually are. So yeah, I saw that because my grandma called me today for some reason. She was like, I think she just wants to give my dad a different Christmas present, so she yeah. was looking at Colts tickets, and I was like, they play Christmas Day, but it's away, and I was like, they play Christmas Day. But it's, right around, it's either, either day. I don't know. No, I think it's, it's day. day. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, though, I love that because I've always – I'm a huge Christmas guy. I'm, I was just at a Christmas day today. Like, it's time. Yeah. Uh, after, like, 12 o'clock on Christmas, depending on your family, maybe, like, 4 o'clock. But once that Christmas meal is done, there's literally nothing to do on Christmas. Well – There's – no, dude. Nothing's open. There's nothing on TV. Maybe some basketball. Okay. NBA Christmas Day is awesome. Those first two games – The first two games are, but, like, at 8 o'clock, you're, you're like, your I've Knicks been will watching – play at noon. Yes, but I'm saying that like eight o'clock. It's like uh, you're you're watching your fourth basketball game, and it's like the Jazz versus the Timberwolves. I agree. The I, first two games are great, yeah, which will no. take you right into the Colts. Because it's also like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is, yeah. Because when you watch those first two games too, like you're still like, all right, I'm everyone's up, everyone's happy, but you yeah. ate a meal. There's nothing open. There's nothing to do. There's all there's on TV. Like besides like. Christmas Day basketball, like I said, after the first few games, I'm not a big fan of, or as big of a fan of, I still watch it. It's like Christmas movies that you've been watching for the last month anyway. So the fact that we have football, and it, it's good, it's going to matter. It's going to be big for both those teams at that point. Yeah. I'm excited for it. But that's that's like week 17. We don't have to get Yeah, that. it's late. Let's late. Let's focus on this week, Justin. Let's focus on Sunday, Zach. Let's focus on this week. Let's focus on Sunday, and let's focus on, well, we get right into it, right into the drama, part one. I mean, what a week in the NFL this was. I, so many, probably more stories of teams and drama than we've ever seen before. It was crazy. One one of it we're going to get right into. Browns at the Bengals. The Browns today um, just released Odell Beckham yep. Jr. He Thank is God now almighty. I'm free at last. Okay. See how that one pays off saying that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he has until Monday to get claimed. I assume, I don't know if someone will claim him, but he's going to, well, He'll have his choice, but I think he'll get claimed. I think a lot of that depends on what the uh, the structure of the deal that they had. If the Browns are willing to make it a minimum, restructure it. Well, because if whatever the Browns uh, didn't pay him in the form of a signing bonus, the next team has to take the rest of that for the rest of the year. Yeah. So I think a lot of that depends on what... Um, like what they paid him as like their signing bonus and what's left on his cap space. That I think is going to be a big determination. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets left on waivers with how many teams are interested in him. It's one of those things where if there's rumors that somebody was going to claim him on, off waivers and you're still wanting him and you're above that team, like you're going to, I, you might take him now. Also, depending on the cap space, only 12 teams in the NFL have over $5 million worth of cap space right now. He had $14 million, uh guaranteed. The Browns I think, are due this year. Yeah, they're hoping the Browns pay that so we can just get the minimum so and then go play anywhere and go play anywhere but it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see I don't know all the terms of that deal I don't think but, it's going to happen uh, yeah I would be I would be quite surprised if it happened your thoughts Justin I mean you've gone into it length before Cleveland fan base seems to be rallying behind Baker players around the league really defending Odell trashing Baker and the actual Browns organization seems like a bit of a mess not that anyone's leaning one yeah. way or another but I do think they want Odell back I don't think that's you know, misinterpreted uh, Baker's comments. You know, he had to say what he had to say. A lot of drama in Cleveland. Um, I mean, it can go to your thoughts on the Sunday game yeah. as well. Um, I think, look, uh, when NFL cornerbacks are tweeting about Odell and like how good he is, multiple. still multiple, and there's like Twitter threads about this, and players are coming at, like, I, it's clearly like 
people in in the league still believe that Odell is not. I'm not going to say that he is what he was back in like you know 2018 or 2017, like because he's or 2016, like you know he's he's older. But people still believe that he has a lot of talent there, and um, I'm I'm then I'm going to go to Browns fans and like I'm not I don't blame them for taking Baker's side because it's a lot easier to find a receiver in the league than it is to find a quarterback. And getting receivers changed in and out is a lot easier to do than have quarterbacks change in and out. So you're going to take your quarterback side. Like, I mean, I'm not going to say... I mean, if Eli Manning and Odell Beckham Jr. had this feud, like, I mean, those are like my two favorite players in sports history. But I, I think and Odell's like really number one. But at the end of the day, I would take Eli's side. Like, yeah. I would take Eli's side. So I don't blame him for that. And I will say, like, if anybody wants to trash Odell... You know, I don't think anyone is. I don't think, but I'm talking about like fans, like his drops. I don't, did I, I know we talked about it separately, but I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. Like we saw what happened with Travis Kelsey on Monday night where it was like, he wasn't in a groove in the fourth quarter, in the late third quarter, he had bad drops. He had a fumble, like he wasn't in his groove. And you see that happening with, with Odell, when you watch literally 11 minutes of tape that was from that four was weeks where he's open so much, like it's hard for a player to be that open, never get the football. And the moment you do throw him the football, yeah, on a, on a big fourth down, in the I think in the fourth quarter, and he doesn't catch the ball, that's not excusable. But it's like he's not in a groove. So that's not like he's washed up. It's, well, let's see what happens if we can consistently get him some targets for sure from, for the entire game. So I, I think it's going to be interesting to see where he goes and how they utilize him. But we can save that for uh, you know, we'll know next a later week. podcast yeah. a week from now. But moving on to my thoughts on the game, uh, I think I, I think you got to lean Bengals here. I think the Browns have a lot of issues in the locker room. They haven't shown any improvement. Them without Odell hasn't this year hasn't been anything better than them with Odell. And uh, you know, do you want to say the distraction in the locker room is not there? You know, maybe. But now let's see what you know. The defense still has to respect Odell, but yeah. now they don't have to respect him if you know Jarvis Landry's hurt. And you know, I, I don't know. Like we'll see how their offense looks without him in the sense of what defenses can now key on. But, I mean, the Bengals, um, they had a bad loss last week. I probably, you know, they it knocked him off this pedestal that they were put on around the league. I think they're ready to hit somebody in the mouth and kind of, you know, reclaim a little bit. So, I, I think that the Bengals are going to win this one. I really do. But every time I've taken the Bengals, they've lost. So, we'll see if that streak continues. I like the Bengals here. I think this isn't one of those rally-together moments for the Browns because it's just not – it's not like there's a fight um, – they even the Browns players were like supporting yeah, Odell in the, yeah. today when people were like, he's not a bad teammate. He's never has been. So. But what it does leave is is this weird feeling probably in the locker room. Guys confused. Guys wondering if you know they should. It, what it, what it's done, Justin, is Sunday is Baker's biggest game of his career. Yeah. Um, is that fair to him? Maybe not. But it is what it is. And when you're the franchise, no, I think that's very fair. They have to win. They have to win because not only they have to win for his reputation and what's going on. Justin, they're four and four. Yeah. And if you lose now, you're in trouble. No, and, and that's and that's why I think it is the biggest game of his career for yeah. that reason. Yeah, and because of that, I like the Bengals. I think he's yeah. going to throw a pick. I think he's going to try to force it. The Bengals' defense has been stout other than last week. Joe Burrow just seems like this guy. Moxie. You know, people have said Tom Brady vibes. There's just this competitiveness to him where that loss last week really hurt. Okay. And I just don't see that they're going to come out firing. And so is Cleveland. They're going to try to give their best shot. I just don't think they have that same energy in the locker room that the Bengals do right now, and that stuff matters. Mojo matters, momentum matters, um, and I think it's going to carry on to the field. I like um, I like the Bengals. I think Chubb's back. I'm not sure, though. I, don't I, I think he got some carries last but, week. But uh, it's, it's still going to come down to Baker making plays. Yeah. The Bengals are going to score. The Browns are still going to run the ball. Uh, and for that reason, I like the Bengals here. Yeah, and this is, I, I mean, like this the Bengals is by, be, a t- by a touchdown. This is going to be one of the most interesting games, I think. like I mean, I, have a, I think America is going to be watching this This game. is going to be a big one. And uh, like you said, I think that, you know, What's going on where the organization just chose a wide receiver over the, I mean, a quarterback over the wide receiver, which I'm not going to fault them for that as well. But like you said, that's going to be bigger for Baker's reputation. But if they lose this game, you know, the Bengals are playing with house money right now. If you told them that they're going to be five and four through nine weeks of the season, like all Bengals fans would take that, I'm pretty sure. So if they lose, like, yeah, it sucks because we were the number one seed. We just lost two straight, but there's, you still have a great part of your season coming up. The Browns lose this, you're under 500. This season where it was, you know, we've taken these steps. Can we take the next step? And now you're looking like you're out of the playoff picture. You're under 500. And, you know, Baker's still not playing well. Uh, that's when a lot of questions start popping up, even more than what we've had already through the season. So, for sure. Bengals are playing with house money. 
don't have as much to lose. The Browns have everything to lose. The Browns put their last paycheck or the, you know, the next month's rent into this game, and if they lose it, they're going to have to figure out something. So, Yep, I like the Bengals. Me too. Next one. Got a couple stinkers coming out, Justin. Broncos at Cowboys. Broncos' first game without Von Miller in a Broncos jersey. Cowboys, Dak Prescott, 100% healthy following the win without him on the road. I mean, look, the Cowboys could be overlooking it. They could not care about this game. The Broncos could be doing this or that. The Cowboys are going to win this football game. That's pretty much all there is to it. Yeah. The question is by how much. The spread's 10. That's pretty much what we should talk about now since I don't think you think the Broncos are going to win. No. I think Dallas is going <laughs> to cover, too. I like Dallas by two touchdowns here. Yeah. They're um, just too potent on offense. They're scary if you can't get a pass rush to Dak Prescott, allowing his receivers to work downfield. It's even scarier losing a guy like Von Miller. You know, Von Miller, like, oh, Echo Dell isn't what he was four years ago. I know where he is. Three years ago, but he's a guy you have to respect when he's on the field still. Um, you know, they still have like they still have a pass rush, right? But, you know, you're losing a, a top guy. We'll see how the defense reacts on it. But I think that trade kind of told the locker room, like, hey, guys, like, we're selling. Yep. Right, that that yeah. trade told a lot. I think Vic knows he's done. Um, I think they know the season's done, and I don't know. I, I'd imagine it's it's hard to you know fully rally behind a situation like that for a team, and when it's the first week where it's kind of been like that, you know, we'll see we'll see what they do. But there's no reason to say that the Cowboys are going to lose this game with how hot they've been and how down the Broncos have been. I agree with you. I think when the Broncos saw that move, every player just gets dejected because yeah. they know. They know. And the sad part is they're 4-4. Four and four. You know, I'm not going to defend them. I'm not doing it again. I understand they suck. But it's sad because they look at it and they're like, oh, we're still 4-4. Four and four. Like, we're still in. They're, they're in the in the hunt graphic, which are being made now. because the Colts were in it the other day. It was honestly, Justin and I talked about this. It's almost better to be in the hunt, in the hunt graphic than actually in it. And not being in the hunt, you're just actually in the playoffs. Way more fun to be in the hunt of the in the hunt graphic. I love that. It's so much. And fun. Denver's like, what, in what it. What do Cowboys fans still look at right now? Yeah, it's boring. In. Denver's in it, but no hope. Uh, and yeah, I like the Cowboys big here. Um, next one. This is the game on Tuesday. When you listen to it, you'll hear it'll start with. Didn't really watch this one, yeah. but but, and then we'll come up with something. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor's back. It's huge. It's huge. Mojo. This uh, Texans team looks so much different with him. They really did. They did. They look great with but it. Not the great, pro- but the they problem looked- is there's been like four guys traded since. Yeah. And they've given up. They're they're a two to three win team with Tyron Taylor's played the entire season. They might be a three and four team right now where it's not like they're they're not a good team, but it's like they can win games. I think there's a lot of pressure on Tua here. I think this oh, is yeah. a game because you know Tua knows he's not gonna be the quarterback there next year. But if you go out and throw a stinker in this game and you lose to the Texans at home, that's when Broncos, that's when Washington, that's when the other teams looking at potentially using two in the future go, you know what, we're good. Like this guy, if this guy can't even, you know, throw for 225 and two touchdowns against the Texans and they lose at home, what's he ever going to do for our franchise in a meaningful game? So kind of unfair to Tua, but he's also put himself in this spot, so you can't feel too bad for him. Um, I don't know, Justin, who do you even like in this game? Is Likes a hard word, but who do you think I, wins this game? I don't know. I'm not going to – I'm just i going to take Tyra Taylor because it's fun. Um, okay. But like you said, I think there's a lot of pressure on Tua. Um, you know, the Texans, the Texans defense, like, the, I mean, the Texans aren't a good team, okay? But compared to a lot of the bottom feeders of the NFL right now, like, they've looked better at a lot of times than those teams throughout yeah. the year. Dude, I mean, they, they have 38 nothing last week. I know, like, I'm, but the Dolphins have also gotten waxed multiple times. I mean, I'm not saying that the Texans are a good team and that they can compete in every game, but they, they were leading... At one, I mean, they were the first half. They, I guess we don't know with Tyrod. You're the right. The first half, you know, throughout the, the middle of the second quarter, they were doing well against the Cardinals. Um, they stuck it out with the with the Patriots. Um, yeah, now that I'm really looking at it, they've actually really sucked. I don't know why I just said that. I take everything back, but they look good with Tyrod. They look good with Tyrod. <laughs> no, you can you can follow. I that think story. they've scored more points with Tyrod in the first game and a half of the season than they have with Davis Mills the rest of the way. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Dolphins here. But I think it's going to be close. I'm going to take the Texans. I'm going to take the okay. Texans. I first like Tyrod Taylor. Next game. This one's an interesting one. Falcons. Oh, this one's. I mean, interesting. And you know, We're not going to watch it. But Falcons at the Saints. No, it's actually really interesting, though. Saints announced Trevor Simeon is going to stay at the quarterback, which is Sean Payton. You've earned a lot of respect in this house. Um, okay, you know what? Here's a listener. Owen Loftus. Guess what he did this week? What? 
put Taysom Hill in as a starting quarterback for fantasy. Before the news. But he didn't know he was going to be the starter. But he was like, I'm going to pick Taysom Hill to ride with my team. I'm not going to say what I'm feeling. Yeah. All I'm going to say is Hold, yeah. I lost a lot of respect. I, I texted him. I said, I'm very disappointed. I lost a lot of respect. You think you know a guy. There's you think a, you know a guy. What's good about the NFL community is there's a few things you can always agree on. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone in the NFL community agrees on the fact that Taysom Hill is not a guy you root for. No. No. No, look, if you put him in as tight end or something, like when they did that those two weeks. Cam like, Brand. Hey, oh, well done. Find a way to win. That's what, that's, that's what he always that's says. That's Bill Belichick right yeah. there. That yeah. is that is your your one step ahead of the entire league. Put him in a quarterback, though? No, no respect for that. No respect for no. that at all. No. Disgu- think, disgusting. He, disgusting. When he loses every game the rest of the season, it's the Taysom Hill curse. Yeah. When he goes yeah. 0 for next year... The taste of milk is. He's also, oh, and you're going to remember this game. He's in first place, too. So the, the crash could... It, wow. It, yeah. Talk about a fall from grace. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But anyway, really interesting, though. Trevor Simeon's going to play... I would put no quarterback in before I did that. Yeah. And you look at the spread, because I you know, we're not, not gambling, but it, I think the spread does matter here, because the Saints are a six-point favorite at home with Trevor Simeon. I thought that was really interesting, because when you look at that, you're like, not a chance, because how is Trevor Simeon... They had the, his moment, right, last week, but... When you give a week on tape, on tape, and the Falcons have a week to prepare for Trevor Simeon, it's a lot different. Than it's a lot different. Yeah. But, but the Saints' defense has impressed me so much. After I really wasn't believing in it, um, it's for real. Demario Davis is an absolute monster. Marshawn Lattimore. I mean, they have they have names. They have dudes. I don't think the Falcons are going to move the ball on them. I think it's going to be a really low scoring game. I don't know though. I really find myself, and every time we do this, it's a problem. But. I really find myself struggling to pick the Saints here, and I want to ride with the Falcons. I just think Trevor Simeon in this game is, is not going to play like last week. Could lead to some mistakes. And I think the Falcons are kind of the popular pick because you look at that. But I just I struggle to pick the Saints right now because usually that's how these games go. You play really well last week because all this different stuff is going on, all this emotion. Then you settle down and you get beat. So, I don't know. What do you uh, before I say anything, Cam- Oh, this also Saints system. The way the system has been going, they should lose. Because it's still, it's still every other week they suck or are good. Oh, okay. This is a bad week for the Saints. This is a bad week. Uh, before I say my thoughts on this game, I just want to say Cam Jordan is the biggest idiot in the NFL. Oh, boy. Biggest idiot in the NFL. Yeah. I saw it, uh, a notification popped up on my phone today while I was working. It said, Cam Jordan says Tom Brady's not the GOAT. And Who did he say it was? I didn't even listen to it. Oh, it was such a dumb take. I'll, I'll, I'll get into that. Because okay. I, I see that, and I said, that can't be right. No. That can't be right. No. So I look at the video because, you know, sometimes things can get out of context. What did he really say? Absolutely. No, he said Tom Brady's the most achieved athlete in the NFL, but he's not his GOAT because he's not some athlete like Deion Sanders. Okay. That's tough to hear. Okay. Um, Cam, I have two things for you. First of all, what a dumb take. Okay. Ooh, because Deion Sanders doesn't win stuff. All right. He's won. I mean, he won what? How many? I don't know how many. I mean, the GOAT. He won a couple. The but, GOAT of the goat of what? Football? He's yeah, he's Deion like, he needs, he's not his athletic GOAT. Okay. Oh, you well, can be an athlete, but that doesn't mean you're the greatest of all time. Okay. And second thing, hey, hey, Cam. Jacoby Brissett's my fourth and gold goat. Like, you want to know what you shouldn't do, and I think everybody in the world has, like, I know this. You're right. You're you right. don't give Tom Brady any motivation, even if it's the dumbest thing. Like, you could say, like, I don't like Tom Brady's hair at the age of 45, and he's going to then be, take that on the field. You just told Tom Brady that he's not the greatest of all time in a division that you're currently fighting in. You're looking great. You're in the you're in the playoff picture right now, and you know a team that you're going to have to probably play if you make the playoffs is Tampa Bay. And you just gave him more motivation by saying that he's not your goat. If you have that thought process, hey buddy, you don't say anything until you're both retired. Lock it up, brother. You don't say that. What a dumb thing! Like that. That is that ruined the same season, by the way. Justin, that, that right there. December nineteenth. Um, Big Alex do this. Set a reminder. Set a reminder. December uh, earlier. Well, that's the game, so we'll record probably like the fifteenth. Okay. To talk about this moment again okay. and make sure I bet on the Bucks. Okay. Because they play I, the Saints on Sunday night. I'm awful at uh, calendar stuff, but yeah. I'll I'll put this one. We need where are my or chalk thing? We need to get more chalk, and we'll write that up there. You're right. That's what we'll do. I don't know where it went. I I put it away. Said yeah. Okay. Uh. Uh. So now onto the game after I get that rant out. Yes. Uh, I feel like you got to go Falcons for saying that. No, I, and here's here's my thing. Um, I the first of all the tape comment so true. Completely agree with that. That's like why 
uh, you know, the Mike White thing this this week, you know. Well, we don't know about Mike White. No, no. What I'm saying is, like, this week, if we saw a full game, like, what would he have looked like? Because now yeah. there's a full ta- there's some there's a full game's tape on Mike White. Uh, what would he have looked like? So I think the Trevor Simeon Seaman comment. It's the same thing. Um, and my thing is though is that if the Falcons win this game, they're four and four. They're still they're still right there. They lose this game, they're three and five. You're starting to think like, all right, Matty Ice, like this Falcons team, everything's over. So I think the Falcons go balls to the walls because if you tell me that the Falcons are four and four after like the first two weeks, I'm yep. so surprised. Yep. They're still in it. I give them that edge because, like you said, I think the Saints are going to take a, a step back after an emotional win last week. Um, I don't trust Trevor Simeon. Matt Ryan's the better quarterback even now. And the Falcons have to go all in this week. They have to win this game to really stay in contention and keep up with pace of the rest of the NFC. So I'm going to go Falcons here. Yeah, I'm with you. I know they won last year at the Super Superdome when they weren't supposed to, maybe two years ago. I'm trying to see what his record is. Matt Ryan, but yeah, I'm not gonna find it. Go Ryan is he's nine for sixteen against the Saints over his career. That's not great. Uh oh. That's not great. Oh well. Uh, but yeah, I like the Falcons. You like the Falcons? I like the Falcons. Okay, next game. Um, this one is you want to talk about a weird game? <laughs> Raiders Giants is the next game. Obviously, Henry Ruggs, the news this week is devastating. Um, Kevin Knox is in, by the way. Um, oh, my God. He's so bad. First time he's been all season. News about Henry Ruggs is devastating. Yeah. I feel like that we just did, like, Castellanos, cast, whatever his name is, Nick Castellanos. Yeah. What, what? I'm, like, about to go in on Henry Ruggs having a devastating, like, oh, I life-changing was move, and you're like, <laughs> Kevin Knox is in the game. <laughs> I did not realize that we were starting. That's all on me. That's all on me. Hey. Everyone, we're going to reset. Yeah. We're going to reset. Henry Ruggs, obviously yeah. devastating news this week. Um, absolutely sick for yeah, it's the awful. family who lost um, 23-year-old. That's gross. Like, we don't need to talk about it. Everyone knows how bad it is, how stupid it was of Henry Ruggs. And there's, there's no it's there's all no I, Derek Carr, I'm a fan. Like, you can't help but be a fan of that guy. Like, everything he says is, is so genuine and real. But, Justin, here we are again talking about the Raiders and how do they overcome this? Can they yeah. rally together? I mean, man, is enough too, not, um, too much. But luckily, I think they have a perfect matchup this week because they're playing a team that's COVID-riddled. Saquon's out again. All false tests. That's all false tests. Oh, so they're all Literally, positive. they're all false positive. Like, there was oh, like, it was like a thing, but I think Saquon's literally out. Saquon, right. I think. I don't want to talk about him. But yeah, I know you don't. Um, but, but anyways, I think I don't think anybody's really getting affected by this besides maybe Saquon, which I don't even think he would have played anyways because of his ankle. But right. Continue. The biggest question here is Joe Justin. When is enough enough? Yeah. For the Raiders to be able to go out there and win football games, regardless of what they're doing on the field, because of all the off-field problems. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's tough because I think the Gruden thing. You know, it's hard to lose your leader. I think the Gruden thing, it's so much different than this situation because, um, you know, to be in, to lose a guy midseason who, who is a player like Henry Ruggs is one thing, but uh, somebody that you like, you know, your teammate, you love, you trust, you respect, and an action like this happens, like, I think, you know, there's a lot of just, like, there's just so much questioning and, and emotion in that locker room. And I, I mean, I couldn't even imagine if if something like that happened to somebody that I knew, oh, God forbid, like how I would react to it. But I'm not an NFL player who has to earn his paycheck the next week on a football field in front of the entire world. Um, I couldn't imagine. And I think that, that could pay a big toll. Um, it's hard to get that out of your head. And... So I'm curious to see how they react, but at the same time, you know, talking just base football, like the Giants aren't a good team. Joe Judge isn't a good coach. Um, we're, you know, Joe Judge is is probably going to make mistakes like we've seen throughout the year. Um, the Giants are, it, you know, you don't figure out discipline in one week. We're going to have bad penalties. So I mean, I, I think I take Raiders here, and like you said, it's a great. You know, they're not playing the, the Chiefs, the Chargers, the the Bengals. The Ravens—they're not playing. They're not playing one of the top teams in the NFL right now. They're playing the New York Giants, who've been a bottom feeder for the last seven years. So, um, I think I'm, I'm going to take the Raiders just because of a football matchup, and I think the emotion behind this entire week isn't enough to, um, you know, bog them down against a team like like the Giants. So, you know, maybe 
if Jason Garrett decides to be a good play caller, we attack him deep, we can take advantage of a weakened secondary. But, you know, I don't know if that's actually going to happen. So I'm, I'm going to take the Raiders here. Yeah, I texted Mitch. I'm like, dude, I think at this point it's either Super Bowl or you're not making the playoffs. The yeah. good news is for the Raiders, I do think some struggling times are going to happen because it is too much to overcome right now, mm-hmm. and they have to learn how to adjust mentally, physically. It's going to be draining. But what they have done is put themselves in a position where they can kind of do that. They're 5-2. and two. I think they're going to win this week. I'm going to put them at 6-2 and two now. I think the Chargers are not who we thought they were potentially. They're going to fade. Chiefs still have a lot of tough games. So they the Raiders. They thought they were. Yeah. And we let them off the hook. If we let them off the hook. Uh, I just think the Raiders not have set themselves up to go on a little losing streak by any means because they are a good football team and have proven that. It's just if you are going to have a lapse because of everything going on, I think they can afford it. Um, but this was one game they can't lose, uh, unfortunately. But, I mean, West Coast, I mean, across the country, one yeah, o'clock game. I didn't think about that. After everything going on, Damon Arnett tonight threatening to that kill was, someone. That was bad. I, I, I don't know, know, man. I didn't know if we were going to bring that one up. That I think we have bad. to. Like, if you go by the football matchup, you have to pick the Raiders to win this game. There's a lot to overcome, though. It's just, let's see what they look like. But I'm going to go Raiders. Um, and for the Giants, you know. I'm not going to be surprised if the Giants win this one, but um, it'd have to take the right play What is you and Mitch's, what, the dialogue, like obviously a guy you grew up with, don't play each other very often, once every four yeah. years. What's that, what's that dialogue look like? We don't talk about it. At, all this week? No. I just literally never been brought you'll, you'll address it Monday. Yeah, we'll address him Monday, maybe, if anything, like a, hey, good luck today, man. Um, but it's also one of those things where it's like, you know, uh, when you and Mitch played, like, last year, right? Like, you yeah. guys played, like, that game mattered for you guys' yeah. teams. Like, that was actually, like, a really big game. Both of you guys needed that win. It's going to matter. Um, playing them this year and playing them four years ago. Like, my team's out of it. Who you won know? four years ago? Uh, I think it was the Raiders. We were one in, that was the year that we started one in seven. What? That was the year? One of the years that we started. <laughs> I'm sorry, that just uh, for that. But that was a long call for it. I didn't was even trying to be mean. I'm sorry, but yeah, I mean, we were living together at the time. Not like you know, we. I don't think we. We didn't watch the game together, or did? Did I don't know. We might have, but like, like what I'm saying is, it doesn't matter for me. Like you know, I care. I want the Giants to win, obviously. Um, but if I lose this the game, the Raiders won 24 to 17. Yeah, it sounds about right. Marshawn Lynch scored. It looks like. Uh, if the Giants lose this game, like I'm not heartbroken because like our season is over and we suck. Like I expect to lose. If Mitch loses this game, it's it's a lot harder on him. But you know we don't we don't trash talk. It's a respect thing. It's we're, we don't even like break down the game after. Like I mean uh, Zach Okalita, for example, the Chiefs. Like I mean I I'm friends with him now. I, I talk to him a lot. Did not send him. We did not send each other one text yeah, about that game. I like that better. I saw him a couple days later. Did not mention at all about what happened. You just don't. Need you don't. To you don't talk. You don't have to talk about it with that. People. It's a man's like you, pride. And you don't have to talk about it. So, um, you know, may, maybe if in four years both of us are fighting for a playoff spot and we need this win, maybe the dialogue's a little. Some in the summer you go after each other for. Yeah, it. but we don't. We don't have to worry about that right now. So, yeah. So I, I'm gonna go Raiders here, but I mean, I'm gonna go Raiders. We we barely talked about the the matchup because it just doesn't matter. There's so much going on. Yeah. So, yeah, it just sucks. It sucks what's so, going on. So yeah, that's that's a that's a hard one to talk about. But uh, we can we last can one of the one o'clock. Oh nope, we have we like have twenty more, <laughs> three more. Jeez, how many are how many are playing at four? Three. God, I, I hate that. I hate the NFL. Why are they doing that? All right, Pats at Panthers. No reason not to pick the Pats here. No reason not to. They're hot. They're on fire. Even if Sam Darnold is active, Bill uh, Belichick and Sam Darnold. I yeah. think I know who I'm taking. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey might play. Doesn't matter. Pats are scary. Seem to have figured it out. But if you have, you need to go roll these guys. You need to go roll these guys by about a touchdown here. And then yeah. it's like, all right, the Pats are legit. Not, Keep this momentum going. Like a win's a win. If they win, it's all good. But a like, win's a win is a win is a win. If you lose, it's like, okay, so the Pats are they're, – they're officially not who we thought they were. They're going to do this all year back and forth. But um, I fully expect them to roll here. The Panthers have shown no signs of doing anything offensively. Could yeah. Christian change all that? Yes. Is Bill Belichick ready for that? Absolutely. So, we'll see. Yeah, I'm going to go Pats. I mean, nothing yeah. to tell me not to take them. So. Next one. This should take 20 seconds. Bills and Jack. I'm going to take Jack. the Bills. Okay. I'm going to take the Bills. Take the Bills. Spread. Right. 14 and a half. Would you take that? Take the Bills. The Bills have smoked bad football teams. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Smoked them. We if you don't feel comfortable about it, buy the point. Yeah. Just buy the juice. Yeah. This was the sleepwalking mode for the Bills, and it still doesn't matter. So, I like the Bills. Next Vikings at Ravens. Interesting one here. This seems to be one of those games where you doubt it, but Kirk Cousins goes out and somehow 
gets yeah. tied no, with two minutes I was left. Exa- I was going to say the exact same thing. Like we just like it's the same. Like this guy, we got balls calls. We got ball calls. Red bandana game. Wow, we're watching the Boston College just return a fumble. This is what you do on a Friday night, guys. You drink wine, you make podcasts, and you watch <laughs> bad ACC football. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I think I don't think Minnesota is going to hang in, Justin. But I think I have to say that because of the narrative that Kirk. We just know the Kirk story. It's good. should Baltimore roll? Yeah. Absolutely, off a bye. Yeah, like, here's it's it's all of national tell or all of the world watched Kirk Cousins on primetime national television last week. He looked awful. Everyone's like, "Wow, Kirk Cousins sucks. The Vikings suck. We're taking the rate like the Ravens are going to smoke them." And then next yep. thing we know, no one pays attention to it. It's maybe talked about a little bit on Red Zone because there's 75 one o'clock games at right. the show. And all of a sudden, we look at the TV, and you know the Ravens have the ball tied with two minutes left, like you said. That's yeah. exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, the Ravens are going to win. But the Ravens should smoke this team. Yep, absolutely. So, absolutely. All, so, the, the only thing I have to say about this game is it makes sense that Kirk Cousins keeps it close, but the Ravens are going to smoke him. I agree with you 100%. agree with you 100%. And we're on to the 4 o'clock slate. We've made it. Chargers at Eagles. Really weird matchup. The Eagles every week seem to be a new team. They're dominant. Then they get smoked. Then they hang in there. Then well, they lose a close one. Let's look who they're dominant against. Yeah, but they, they, it's just they, they've been weird. I mean, you uh, got to beat bad football teams, but... Uh, I don't know, Justin. I don't know who I want to pick because the Chargers over the last two weeks have been awful. Justin Herbert hasn't looked good. I think it's the coaching. I've seen a lot on, you know, not just Brandon Staley. Who's the new offensive coordinator there? I can't remember his name now. I can't think of it. Uh, Lombardi. Um, is from the Saints, and he's trying to run the Drew Brees offense, the little pick and pop, first down, we're being soft. Can't do it with the Chargers. No, can't you got to utilize your talent. He's holding Justin back. Use your talent. And the defense for this Brandon Staley <laughs> defense, man, is too high thing. Guess what? Anyone can hang in there with you if teams can run the yeah. ball. Anyone. And that includes a team. That's the only thing that makes me want to like the Eagles. That can is run that, the ball if they if they want to. And they did never, that. There's no reason to have two guys out, out there right. on defense against the Eagles. And last week they committed to the run. The Eagles did. And they won by 40. It was against the Lions, I understand. But they really committed to the run. Boston Scott, Jordan Howard was scoring touchdowns. I think I'm going to pick the Eagles. That's so stupid. No, that is. Zach, I'm going to be honest with you. That's so dumb. I look. I agree. I think Brennan Staley. Wait, like, wait. I, I agree. No, no. I was gonna. Can I, I was gonna. I was gonna agree on a specific part of your point, and I. I was interrupted. Go ahead. Oh, oh <laughs> bite me. <laughs> um, look, I. I agree. The fact that like Brennan Staley's defense, like that too high thing, you're gonna keep teams in. Um, you have to adjust. You can't play the same defense against every team in the NFL. There's no reason to put too high against the Philadelphia Eagles. Literally no reason. You're you're at you're playing not 11 on 9 football, not in your favor if you do that against them on defense. So I, I think if we see that early, it's like, uh-oh, here we go again. But the Chargers um they had a bad loss to the Ravens. It was weird, it was confusing. It was after they were flying high. You go into a bye, you come out of the bye. And I think that they looked a little too much at that game film after the bye. I really do. Um, I think that they looked at that game film. They tried to make too many adjustments. Um, they, you know, they were they were flying high before that game, and and they looked too much into the game. That should have been a very the football game, but I don't think it was. And you go up against Bill Belichick, who feasts on young quarterbacks. So. It's one of those things where I don't think this... Everyone was so high on the Chargers football team. I think they were too high. Now everyone's so low on the Chargers football team, and I think they're too low. I think that this team's somewhere in the middle of where we had them you know, a month ago and where we have them now. Um, and I don't think they should doubt them in this situation. I don't think the Eagles are a good football team. They haven't shown to me that they're a good football team unless you look at you know maybe the Panthers game, which they should have lost, and the Lions game, which the Lions get shit pumped by everybody. So I'm not too worried about that one. Um, I, I think that this is a response game for the Chargers. I think if they lose this game, that is a very, very shocking, very, very shocking loss. Um, and it kind of rearranges everyone's thoughts about the AFC playoff picture. But I think the Chargers come out here and they win this one. I think it's pretty handily. And then it's going to look back and it's going to be a six-point game. And that's because the Eagles scored down you know, 14 with uh, 20 seconds left. So that's what's going to happen. Yeah, look, I'm not. I'm not saying this is my lock of the week. I could totally see hurts. I really, I respect the upset pick, but it's a dumb one. 
there's better spots. It's not even an upset pick. It's a one point. It's a one point spread. Like that's what Vegas thinks. They think this. That's is a- and that's the thing. It's a one point spread. They're favored. Like Vegas is telling me that a home East oh, Coast against so West with Coast all team this stuff again. With no, is 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 an under. It's at four twenty five. No, but I'm saying no. I'm not talking about the travel. I'm just saying it's a home East Coast team. I'm not not even worried about the, the time. Chargers are better. And Vegas thinks that they're still underdogs. Vegas doesn't respect the Philadelphia Eagles as they should. As they shouldn't, but I still think they're going to win. So I don't know. It's going to be an interesting one to watch with each other. When we're both like don't care, but at the same time we're like this. Yeah, is yeah, we have thing. a little grudge going. This but is a what we thing. will be watching is the Jordan Love Show. Green Bay Packers at the Kansas City Chiefs, part three of all the drama. Aaron Rodgers, COVID. Um, one of the more interesting interviews. We don't really need to get into it. And our takes on it are like, it's not, we can get our takes. No, can so I, it's, not, it's not politics. I'll say what I want. I'll say something. Yeah. I did not, I do not care. And I did not look at one thing into it. And I was so mad that it was dominating my feed. I didn't look at, I didn't read one thing. And I didn't watch one thing. It was, I, it, I didn't care. Okay. I didn't care. I thought it was absurd. I didn't read anything. I thought it was ridiculous. I heard like some of his things were just crazy, but like, I, I just really like, I just did not care. It's, it's not even like, oh boy, oh wow. It's not even like a vax take for me. It's just like, dude, you didn't, you didn't get vaxxed. Just say it and let's move on. I saw he said like he was like Michael or Martin Luther King Jr. Well, you, Justin, you can't do that. You did that earlier. You can't go at him about that. I said I was Martin Luther King Jr. No, the quote. You're doing, you were doing MLK quotes earlier for Odell. Oh, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what do Justin Buckman and Aaron Rodgers have in common (laughs) both big support but no it doesn't matter he's out the Chiefs get a huge break huge break I like the Packers I don't know like here's the thing it it has nothing to do with Jordan Love I think Jordan Love is going to be an absolute non-factor in this game he might lose it for him he's not going to win it for him Yeah, we talked about this last week Justin and now we're really going to see it Matt LaFleur is a good coach He's going to scheme up a very simple game plan. A.J. Yeah. Dillon is going to get the ball a lot. Aaron Jones is going to run it a lot. Devontae Adams is going to get a lot of bubbles, a lot of slants, a lot of easy stuff. Jordan Love is going to make a lot of throws within five to seven yards all game long. He's not going to be rolling around, taking shots, being this guy that everyone kind of thinks he is from college because that's not going to win them the game this week. He's going to play smart. Matt LaFleur is going to put him in really good spots to be successful. They're going to be really conservative, and they're going to find a way to hang in there. Maybe I shouldn't say they're going to win, but they're going to compete in this game. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like... That's how uh, bad the Chiefs are, by the way. Matt LaFleur, you know, when you say like, you know, we're talking about uh, Lombardi and Justin Herbert, and it's like uh, Lombardi's holding back Justin Herbert. Let's look at the reverse. Right. Aaron Rodgers is holding back Matt LaFleur. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way, because Aaron Rodgers wow. is a special Interesting. talent. Interesting. But I think Matt LaFleur has a lot of capabilities in his playbook and his play calling and play design that he's just not going to do with Aaron Rodgers because A, he doesn't have to, and B, I don't think Aaron wants to deal with it. Um, I think Jordan Love's going to come in this game. We're going to see a lot of schemes that we haven't seen from the Packers at all this year. And like you said, uh, I don't trust this Patriots. Um, I don't trust this Patriots. No, I don't know what I'm saying. One more try. One more try. I don't trust this Chiefs defense at all. I don't know. I don't care who's in at them. I trust Matt LaFleur, and I'm, I'm sure he can score points on them. And, you know, look. If the Chiefs want to do what the defense did, and I think we saw a perfect example of it on Monday night where the Chiefs finally did what the defense gave them. They ran the ball well, and they took they hated it. Aaron, I mean, Patrick Mahomes had 15 throws. He was 15 or 15, 15 throws behind the line of scrimmage. Wow. That were completed behind the line of scrimmage, wow. sorry. Which is insane. They finally took what the defense gave them, and it ended up with them scoring, seven, what, 17 points? 20 points? 20 to 17. 20 points. Um... If you're saying, I'm going to take everything the defense gives me, I'm going to score 20 points, the Packers can hang with you easily with Jordan Love as their quarterback. And I think that's a scary thing because defenses are – teams know if they will if their defense can just make the Patriots take the short plays, nothing big, nothing over the top, our offense can hang with them. And the Packers specifically can do that very well with Matt LaFleur as their head coach. He's not going to have bad timeouts. And he's not going to have undisciplined, you know, defensive and offensive penalties. Yep. And I think for that, like, you have to think that the Packers are going to keep this one close. I really like them here. Yep. I, I think we're on the exact same page. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, Chiefs have every opportunity to win this game. Next one, interesting one. Cardinals at 49ers. Hard to talk about this game because we don't know Kyler Murray's status. 
Um, if he doesn't play, Colt McCoy will be stepping in. We know he does one-game situations McCoy. against the I NFC West. Him. Cardinals at 49ers. I like the 49ers a lot here. Um, even if Kyler plays in a mobile Kyler or hurt Kyler, we've seen. I just don't trust it. The 49ers hung in there with him at Arizona, what, like three weeks ago, Justin? Mm-hmm. That was Trey Lance when they like literally could do nothing because it was his first game. He's not ready yeah, to play 17, yet. 17 10 Seventeen to ten. I think it's gonna be another really low scoring game. I think I think the 49ers might win seventeen ten this time. Yeah, I mean their defense was able that time too, the, the Cardinals were flying high on offense specifically and their defense was able to shut it down. Um I think this one's gonna be close. I'm gonna take the Cardinals. I don't know. I just feel like uh I mean I've been the the math checked out finally um on that last Thursday night game. But um just to differ in you a little bit and you know, I don't fully trust this. I don't fully trust this 49ers team. I, we haven't seen them consistently come out the same week. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and so I think that I'm just going to take the Arizona Cardinals here because we've seen more consistency from them. And they had an opportunity to beat the Packers. They really did. They had a great opportunity to beat them. Some bad play calling you know, at the end, I, I will say. But the Packers are a better football team than the uh, San Francisco 49ers. And I don't think anybody can disagree with that comment. Um, and I'm not going to say this one's not going to be close. But I think that the if it is close, the Cardinals are going to be able to walk away with it. So... Okay. Um, on to the Sunday night. Who is the Sunday night? Titans, Rams. Rams. Huge. Yeah, we need the Rams here. As Colts fans, we need the Rams. I mean, I don't even care. I don't think we're going to catch the Titans. I think we need to be the seventh seed. I think we're far, too far back. I, I look, this is the Ryan Tannehill game. Let's see. I'm going to bet on him throwing two interceptions. I was literally going to say not just Ryan Tannehill throw two interceptions, Jalen Ramsey to get two interceptions. Yeah, yeah he's going to be keen on A.J. Brown. Like this is a big one for the Titans. We keep doubting them; they keep winning, but now it's a whole different ball game. But Derrick Henry out, the Rams team. are rolling. This is just let's see what they look like. But I like the Rams by double digits here. Yeah, um, I'm not going to say that you know the Titans aren't going to be able to figure it out without Derrick Henry. Okay, and that you know they're going to be able to turn the tide around. I'm not going to say that they can't do it, but one week after they're not going to be able to do it no. against this team. Adrian Peterson's not Derrick Henry, by the way. Everyone relax. He, yeah, he used to be, I mean, arguably better, whatever you want to say, same person, sure. whatever. But I think it's better. I would say better. I don't know. Uh, Adrian prime Peterson yeah, is farther away from his prime than Odell Beckham Jr. is farther away from his prime. Yeah. So let's not get it twisted. Yeah, uh, Yeah, but prime AP, dude, people don't give him No, prime, prime AP is he was the, the He was the first running back. But longevity-wise, what Derrick Henry's done, I don't know. I Prime AP. Prime AP. He was the first one to come back from a torn ACL. Torn ACLs were career enders before him. You're right. That's You're crazy. Right. Right. Shout out. Shout out all the medical device salesmen out there for their hard work <laughs> and their dedication, specifically at the end of the year. Um, but, right on. yeah, I, I think that this is going to be a big film game for them where they're going to look back on the film and just not say, like, what did we do wrong, but it's okay. What are defenses giving us now that Derrick Henry um, – isn't on the field. It's going to be a completely looking different tight, or it's going to be a completely different Titans team. They haven't had their bye week yet. I think whenever they do get it, I don't know when that is. I think that's going to be big for them, and I think they're just going to learn a lot about themselves. I think the first half could get ugly, um, and not that they you know can't keep it close in the second half. Then maybe come back a little bit, but I don't think there's any reason that you should say that the Rams shouldn't blow this team out this week. Yep, um, I agree. On to the Monday night. Uh, defensive showdown, an ugly offensive game, two hard-nosed cities, hard-nosed teams, whatever you want to call it. Bears at Steelers. Steelers favored by almost a touchdown in this one, Justin. What are your thoughts? We know it's going to be ugly. How ugly for which side more than the other? What are you thinking on this one? It's going to be so ugly. Uh, it's going to be 16-9 to 9 final, something weird. Okay. Steelers going to win. TJ Watt is going to make Justin Fields scared for his life. We've never seen the Bears really do well against a good pass rush, and TJ Watt is going to be king on him. Uh, Steelers defense has played better and better each week. Um, you know, I think that they can hold this, this Bears team right now to single digits. And on the offensive side of the ball, you know, the, Ste- or the Steelers are going to be able to put up 17 points. They're just going to be able to do it. I know Ben is old, and I know this team is old, but uh, you know I, they can put up enough to win, especially against an offense like this. So I'm going to go Steelers by a ugly score. If you're not a true football fan, if you watch, if you like, like if you didn't like that Patriots Rams Super Bowl, you're not going to like this game. No, I, I'll love it though. I think it's. I want to pick the Bears. I just week to week, like you said, that pass rush really scares me. 
field showed a lot of signs last week, got the people really excited. I don't know. I think this is a really ugly one. Like you said, I'm going to go like 16 to 15. Doesn't make sense. A score that doesn't make any sense. 16, 15. I'll go Bears, okay? I was very against them all week. The more I thought about it, it just feels like one of those games where they like have no business winning. No one's even thinking about the Bears. Everyone's going to talk about Big Ben and the Steelers and all this. And the Bears are just going to find themselves a way to win this game. Um, I'll give the Bears the edge. Justin Fields makes enough plays. Bears 16, Steelers 15. Justin, that wraps up our week nine, halfway through the NFL season. Very sad. Very sad. We'll take now. Look, we're just we're worried about the present. Yep. Tomorrow, Enjoy every game. Wait, what is it? Yesterday is something. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is the today is um, a gift, and that's why they call it a, the present. That was that was really beautiful. Thank you, Bert. Take us out. Now y'all look money hungry. <laughs> And that's good. Anybody tells you money's the root of all evil, doesn't fucking have it. They say money can't buy happiness. Look at the fucking smile on my face. Ear to ear, baby. Hi, everyone. I go by Burke. You don't really want to see how this works. I could pick and poke all these words. Fuck the yard. I'll stop the curve. They stay distracted. I'll stay focused. It'll take time till they start to notice I'm soft-spoken, but I got a voice. I don't really want to sound too annoyed, but these new guys hopped on the scene with a mouthful of ice and a cup of lean. All pissed off and they act mean. Instead of rap, they just want to sing. Well, actually, something in between is mumbling, stumbling on a beam. The real talent's in the production team. In the back of the booth, they don't touch the green. Give me the cut. Give me the band. Now you know what's up and you understand That behind the microphone's actually a man That touches it up with a talented hand Executes everything that they had planned Make it sound old school, kick the can Anything else that you demand? Fuck it, let's run it all back again I don't know how much more I can take I think I'm starting to wear down Give me a while I could tear down Everyone look at me scared now I don't want any more activists Activists all have been acting fake Why does this feel like a Kit Kat? Somebody give me a fucking break Let me talk shit, let me talk shit I sound so obnoxious Full steam ahead, can't stop this Coming from the view of docs, bitch I ain't been playing, I'm saying the truth The money gets moved like this in Duluth I sound like a shape that's recently bent But I'm bent out of shape for my fucking percent Used to count others, but now I count mine Mac told me find a feminine, that's divine My dad said a honey that don't worry about the money Only loving me for what's inside my mind Spit sick shit to the day I'm old Never catch me doing what I'm told Fuck bronze, silver, let's get gold Sign this line and sell my soul I don't wanna sell my soul Do what I'm told Well, boring and old Nah I just wanna live my life, make sure it's right and have a hell of a night, yeah. I don't know how much more I can take, I think I'm starting to wear down. Give me a while I could tear down, everyone look at me scared now. I don't want any more activists, activists all have been acting fake. Why does this feel like a Kit Kat? Somebody give me a fucking break.